Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this edition. Is it episode 20? Is every, is every episode 20 of the off-season Swolecast? I don't know. But welcome to the Swolecast. I'm David Kitchen, joined by Davis Maddock, joined on location by Peter Overzet, and uh, joined by Dan Gasper. Dan, you, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Hasn't been a good morning, man. <laughs> is this the most, oh, first. You, Pete, you literally you- started the show without saying, what's up, everybody? Yeah. What's I going on with that? I didn't say that. Oh, I was yeah, too dumb. Yeah. Good start, though. <laughs> Literally the first thing I said. Um, Pete, where are you right now? I am. I'm nor. I'm literally just feet from where I normally record. It's, my office is right in there through that window. However, we're having a barn door installed to separate the kitchen from the office. Lauren and I are officially fed up with each other's noise bleeding into each other's spaces. We are having a barn door installed right now, which means I can't record in there. So I had to go outside to record, but it is threatening to rain. We felt some droplets. I'm trying to protect my equipment here, do a swole cast show. So, you know, juggling a lot of things. I don't want to say I'm a hero, but it feels like it. That's a new umbrella you got. (laughs) I I have a question, Pete. What thing do you record that annoys Lauren the most? My guess, Fantasy Mensa. What, 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 What would her answer be? Her answer would be it's not one specific thing. It's just the volume of uh, <laughs> things that are being recorded. So many bits, dude. You're a busy guy. Looks at like the be- he, he at bought the beginning the of quarantine. Um, Still got the tag on. Yeah. <laughs> nice. At the beginning of quarantine, uh, Holly and I, since I couldn't go in the office, we moved, like, we made our master bedroom like our joint office. And after like three or four months, it was like, okay, this is just a bad idea. Let's just, let's make the kitchen her office and the office, the other office, my office. Like, it, having joint office space is, is tough when both, when both people are working from home. Not ideal, especially when one is a, a bit comic. So, understood. As far as uh, Pete, as far as the drama that went down yesterday, I just I want to say something to you. I was ready to fight that guy. Hang I on, didn't man. know it was a bit, but I was ready to fight. Oh, that guy. see, I've I've already moved on so fast. I couldn't even remember what you were referencing. Yes, Edwin. Yeah, Edwin. Yeah. He's a fantasy. He's a another fantasy doctor. He's he like want to be Doctor Chow, basically. Chow is his hero. Ciao. <laughs> Davis's people, co-worker, Dr. <laughs> for people who don't know what Dave is fire. referencing, I went on Edwin's podcast and he was like, let's do something different. You know, I don't want to just do the regular thing. I'm like, I'm down. And he's like, let's do a bit. And and I was like, all right, but we have to commit to it. And I and I told him, I was like, look, I've done things like this as man's and it's extremely polarizing. People either love it or they absolutely hate it. And I'm like, I'm fine. I don't care, but I'm just making sure you're okay with this. And he said, yeah, let's do it. 
So we're off to the races. People were blocking me. People were telling him he was an entitled asshole. People were uh, really upset about the bits. So that's uh, that's how bits go bad, Dave. When when bits go bad. Well, Apparently it's you... doing great download numbers, though. That's what I hear. Yeah, because I downloaded <laughs> it. I'm like, what is this guy saying? And then like the first two minutes, I'm like, all right, I think it's a bit. But I was ready. I just want you to know that I was ready to fight that guy. Um, I appreciate that. I don't I don't know him, but I was no, ready he, to fight him. He's good people, but this was actually an exercise to find out who are the people that, you know, when you do a bit like that, and it could be me, you know, being portrayed in a bad light. Yeah. You find out the people who want Peter to be canceled real quick. I get these quotes <laughs> all. I always said I hated this guy. You know, I was like, <laughs> I always smoked you out. <laughs> All right. But it's good to know you have my back. I appreciate that. Uh, also, uh, there is a story called It's a Little Boy Who Cried Wolf. Um, <laughs> and let's just just be careful with that. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. We got uh, an email yesterday. Tuttle, did you get an email yesterday from Fantasy Pros? I didn't. Am I not invited? Uh, I'll get not, you on- not invited. Not invited to the DFAC. Very tough. Scene. Returning <laughs> champion. I'll get you on the list. Oh my gosh, that is but a we have slap the, in the imp- face. Yeah, we have important news. Fantasy Pros. Uh, for those that have not heard about Fantasy Pros, they made a made a couple splashes. <laughs> a couple splashes. Let's They're just really say making Peter's a name background. for themselves in this space. Yeah, Peter's background right now is nothing compared to an official background. Dude, I think your wife's changing in the background. my wife is changing in the office in front of the people who are installing our barn door that's how you ultimately get cucked so So you get the downloads as far as as far as the daily fantasy accuracy cup and they ran this back in 2015 and 2016 and peter you you were still kind of a young pup back then probably I was just a speck I mean, in your eye. You were just doing was, the fantasy was, football comedy hour. Yeah, he, he was literally, he was like doing his improv classes, you know, just getting getting his, it, he actually was generating bit equity back then. Just laying the groundwork for the umbrella bits of today. <laughs> so so basically it's it's a culminating series of events. Every every week there's one, they aggregate the, the standings to crown a champion. And Peter, you are on the show with two of the champions of the daily fantasy accuracy cup davis and tuttle nice work guys <laughs> so by the way this is a hilarious bit but for a long time the mean girls of fantasy sports used to mock david because the thing that he would do in our email blasts and like as a, the badge on fantasy insiders is he would be like accuracy matters and he would display <laughs> the badges for Tuttle and Kitchen so like all the mean girls would be like oh Kitchen does accuracy matter and they would mock his placement in the daily fantasy yeah, it was club. it was let's just call it out it was Drew Dinkmeyer <laughs> it was I, w- I was just saying the mean girls it kitchen. was Drew you Dinkmeyer to, Drew's well, like I didn't... can't believe you're posting screenshots of uh you winning the accuracy cup like that's when Drew had a problem with optimizers. He had a problem with people self-promoting, <laughs> and uh, he's really he's come a long way. He's come a long way. Now I just want to be like, uh, if I if I win it, if I happen to go, you know, a two-time champion, I'll just I'll I'll dink Meyer it and say, 
so blessed. blessed. So I feel blessed. I feel so, so lucky to I'm have gotten bumbled. so many things correct. <laughs> it's truly I'm, an honor to compete with some of the brightest minds in the industry, and and to come out on top is just one of my crowning achievements. I want Kitchen to get a physical badge, and he's like walking into Planet Fitness or Dairy Queen, and he just flashes <laughs> the badge as he walks in, just making sure everybody knows who's walking into this bad boy. Well, I mean, season-long sites pimp the hell out of that their their uh, rankings challenge. Yeah. A, oh yeah, they do. It's a big. It's a. I, well, I don't want to say it's not a. It's not a scam because they do legit put this together. But it is like a way for them to get like free link equity, free brand exposure. So and and many people have a problem with the way that the algorithm works for yeah because it's like people GPP the rankings. No, no, it's the exact opposite. People people do like the nineteen condom strategy, and it works very well to do it that way. So as far as like, I think we need to do a swole cast version of this. Something that well, the I mean, industry every week, would be proud to say. No, cast. every week we do need to do a four man contest with the four of us. Oh, that's never today. been done before. That, that'd be really awesome. Yeah, right. I haven't heard of that. Maybe we could do like a community contest where we offer like... um I don't know, like prizes to go along yeah. with money, like on the side, like physical prizes. We are bringing back the swole cast. The swag dome. Swag, swag dome. We, we did bring back the <laughs> swag cast, Dave. Some people haven't caught the memo, but we did bring it back. <laughs> By the way, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the uh, the separate uh, download uh, feed on iTunes. Yeah, podcast feed. make it possible for us to send the women in our lives these download numbers and have them be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh so we will have a we will have the swagdom we've got we've got someone who's going to be working with us on some swole cast stuff swagdom will be a big a big thing for this we i i need to say that we absolutely have to include sammy and nate in the swagdom in some capacity sure. like they need to be prominent members will we actually have. have the swagdom too or are we or, or will we actually, this is an incredible story. Prizes. I don't know how Kitchen did it. I actually got a Swag Dome shirt and I still wear it. And it's, yes. it is my least favorite item of clothing for my girlfriend. Every time I wear it, she's just like disgusted. She's like, I cannot believe <laughs> that you're wearing this shirt that says Swag Dome on it out of the house. Yeah, did I've we... worn the Swalcast shirt out of the house before. And no, I've I won't do that. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't even think about it. I, I mean, that's like also, it's like an $8 shirt. Like the A is missing, yeah. you know? Yeah, I got the T off of mine. It's already peeled off. I our audience, our audience has been burned so many times by these empty promises that no <laughs> one should believe a single word of this. You may or may not get a shirt shipped to you. <laughs> All right. Um, as far as the, as far as like draft season, it's, it's going down. It's happening. Last Football's night. happening, baby. Football's Last going night. down. Zero I... positive tests for two weeks of training camp. Come on. Last night I got a text from Mr. Overzet. It was a, a green text. <laughs> and it said... I, I can't even barely respond to him. It's so tough. <laughs> it's, it's, it is tough. It doesn't show up on my computer messages I, feed. Exactly. So, like it, yeah, that's yeah, the it's worst. So, it's terrible. Anyways, it says, I just want you to know... Before I forget, for tomorrow's show, Davis took Derrick Henry in the first. And honestly, honestly, I was I was proud in that moment. <laughs> oh God! He said he did it for you. 
So I did an FFPC main event last night, but I didn't do it by myself. I did it with uh, the big dog, Evan Silva, Rich Rebar, and Pat Thorman. We recorded a podcast while we did it. Um, And we get there, we have the number eight pick, and I kind of knew number eight, that's the danger zone. That's the danger zone when you're drafting with, uh, you know, other people who are maybe not as radicalized as myself. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we, we get up, we get up at number eight and we're all saying, okay, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire and Travis Kelsey, those are the slam dunks. If those guys are gone, you know, we all like Dalvin cook, those guys go five, six, seven. So we're, we're sitting there and our options are our miles Sanders and Derek Henry and, and, Silva just goes, big dog. We got to take the big dog and just no wavering, no wavering at all. And uh, I got overruled. I was going to ask you, like, when you're on, because this is a, these these double drafts, triple drafts, quad drafts, I mean, there there are some meetings of the minds, but sometimes, especially when you're on the clock, there has to be an alpha. Um, Davis, where were you on the list of Silva, Reeves, and Pat, like, where were you on the list of they're going to listen to your takes? I think Reeves and I agreed on every pick, but one, we, we quibbled on Odell Beckham versus Terry McLaurin in the fourth round, but Reeves and I were pretty much voting as one Silva. Well, here's the thing. Silva was clearly the driving force, but he and I were not in the draft room because you could only have two co-managers. And so it was Thorman and Reeves who were like actually in the draft room, clicking the buttons so it, it, it was really was actually an interesting dynamic. I think, I think it, that actually made like Silva being the guy who w- was driving like the discussions, but not having access to the draft board was actually, I think the best way it could have gone. Silva that reminds me of the old school uh, swole cast when, whenever we would draft a team and he would pick a player, not knowing what his price was. His salary was. <laughs> yes. Literally the same thing. I haven't looked at the FanDuel salaries yet. <laughs> <laughs> It was always DraftKings. He hadn't looked at the DraftKings salary. I've only been playing the uh, the FanDuel Thursday slates. Thursday and Monday slate. that Thursday night game. <laughs> and, uh... All right. Uh, Peter, you had the number one pick. Yeah. just they, And Pete's team is sick, obviously. Like, they just have such a – it's such a layup drafting from there. But I did. I went against everything I believed in, and I started the draft with two running backs. Didn't yeah. take a wide receiver until the fourth round. I don't know. I didn't really like Pete's team, if I'm being honest. Too many I, rookie wide receivers, right, Tuttle? Here's, yeah, the, the middle was full of all rookie wide receivers. Yeah. All right, so I I liked Pete the start of Pete's draft, definitely. And I liked – Davis, I liked your draft a lot, too. <laughs> I wonder why. I mean, well, not just the Derrick Henry – but Davis had some uh, some other guys like you had DeAndre Washington on your team. Did you have Jerick McKinnon as well? Got we got we got all good zero running back guys. I think yeah, yeah we got McKinnon. Yeah, I, we, I we like took... I like Davis's team better. Oh, it's got Derrick Henry on it. So both had Lavisca, but both of you also, even though one was in the eight and one was in the one, both of y'all got DK Metcalf and Gallup and Rager. Oh, uh, so there is some overlap with these guys. My bad. I was looking at Pete's draft board in the eighth spot and Pete's draft. Board <laughs> oh, saying I like that team. <laughs> okay. That team is good. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Henry, Kenyon Drake, OBJ, Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown, Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson, Antonio Gibbs. That team is fire. Let me just scroll up and see if I can find Davis's team. 
right. So Davis is in. Uh, Davis has his own little tweet where where, where it's okay, there. So it. yeah, his no, own little tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so degrading. Uh, <laughs> if you think that's degrading, as far as tweets, Kitchen. Go. What are we going to get you in one of these high stakes drafts? Oh boy, Swolecast quad manage. Full cast quad. I mean, we should we should actually we should do a football guys right and make Kitchen do the waivers. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> we would trust Kitchen. To we do would the have waivers. to do. No. We would have to get like intern to do waivers. I, I, I just. I will do the waivers. Yeah, I, got, I my my Wednesday nights are gonna be just grinding grinding them waivers. Don't we have a an, an intern for the full cast? <laughs> yeah, he got uh, he got. <laughs> we should he get a Rona. second a he second got the Rona last week. He yeah. did oh. our our other intern. Yeah, the I college one. David made it sound like he was using that as an excuse, I believe. No. Well, it's- no. I said that that was like, that was the last excuse. It was that he had the Rona. And I'm like, you can't, it's not like saying, you know, a grandparent died or my dog ate my homework. Like if someone says like, I have the Rona and like today you can't be like, prove it. Like, Kitchen, are you saying you wanted to tell him to prove it? No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> you can't. Like, you, that's yeah. not, it's not something you can do in today's climate. So you just to be like, man, sorry, that stinks. Hope you get better. So I haven't heard from him since last week. Hopefully he's doing good. Uh, probably should check in. <clears throat> Every college kid's going to get the Rona, though, uh, this fall. So it's just kind of what it is. As far, though, as far as the the draft i i am down i'm down with it i'm now trying to force myself to be more uh because i had a death in the family last week and i was away from my uh it was away from my phone and stuff and i just kept on getting like auto drafted and i'm like this like this stinks but the other part of it is it does present like plus ev for people that do pay attention that are not like on DraftKings that are not getting Damian Williams or Darius guys. I mean, the way the DK algorithm works, if you time out at night, you're like 50, 50 to get stuck with one of those guys. Right. So I think, (laughs) I think that three of the four that I did last week, uh, all had either, (laughs) either guys or Damian Williams or both on the squad. So, I think that's just one of the reasons why, you know, Understog is such a superior platform and, you know, full disclosure, I am an investor, but you won't get auto drafted Damian Williams on that platform. I just, yeah. I just do want to say that you are an Dude, investor. It's, it's true. Did you see the, uh, the Swolecast Twitter feed, Pete? No, I'm kind of um, outside of my element. I don't have my war station here. I'll, no. I'll go check it out. Yeah, your kitchen did the underdog graphic, but he did it by putting Jacob Rickroads. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that that was me that did it. Wow. Well, I can actually say pretty confidently, you were not the one that did the graphic work. Did Bonnie right. do it? Actually, I, I was the one that did the graphic work. Um, but uh, as far as as far as like the drafts go. <laughs> this is pretty good this is pretty good <laughs> kitchen vamping dude <laughs> the best part is just putting jake's twitter handle in there in parentheses too. <laughs> no one else has a twitter handle and jake gets both 
<laughs> wanted to make sure that people knew where to find him just because, you know, his name is at Davis Maddock or at Peter Overzet. So. The only thing just, that would make this better is that one final bullet point that says intern with the Rona. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I don't know why I would want to take credit, honestly, for this podcast. It's like this thing. <laughs> Is this the most dysfunctional in the fantasy space? Like, is there a more dysfunctional, well-known podcast than this one in the fantasy space? The Fantasy Bros podcast, it has a decent amount of dysfunction of late. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a different level. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Are we live right now? (laughs) Just okay. All right. If you guys want to think about someone who's got a really shitty job at Fantasy Pros right now, think of the guy whose job it is to email the prospective guest for the podcast. He's got it. He's got. He just got to be getting roasted in the replies, right? No, I would one. I would do the pod. I would do the podcast. I mean, they get. You see how many downloads they get, Davis. I Dave used would, to do it. I Dave don't do would, it anymore. Dave would show up to the opening of an envelope, guys. I mean, are you kidding? He'd, be, he'd quit this podcast right now to hop on with the Fantasy Pros. Ta- tags, if you're listening, hit me up. Tags is my boy. Everyone's my boy, though. Um, He's a good friend. Except, well, not everyone's my boy, I should say. Anyways, I don't know Bobby from Fantasy Pros. So... As far as the the drafts go, though, like how many is too many at once for Not you guys? Not a number, bro. Fantasy drafts, like best ball drafts at once. Yeah, I uh, I don't like doing more than two. I'm not a multi tabler. Slow or fast? Oh no, no, I don't do that slow stuff. Who's got time for that? You don't do any of the slow drafts. At my, at my at my at my at my peak, I was doing like eight of the the drafts on draft last year at a time but you can't you can't even get that volume in now slow or fast though fast okay what oh, when you slow, say s- when you say you peak can... peak peak what peak performance yeah peak fantasy football efficiency <laughs> <laughs> then he started to get carpal tunnel the not even elbow. not even a lie literally literally act because i would go do it on the treadmill at my gym <laughs> and i like I, I like actually got bits. Uh, I actually got like carpal tunnel from too many drafts. <laughs> Not a bit. This is this is a hundred percent true. How do you expect us to like to be serious when you say stuff? Like, <laughs> no, that, that's that's a sketch have, why idea. Why don't you for have me. the the? Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I've been doing yoga, so I'm feeling good these days. <laughs> stretched out, bro. Yoga for the hand. Yeah. What's the hand? Pose? Davis's yeah. hand does <laughs> downward dog. <laughs> Little hanging eagle. What is, is there? A, is there hand yoga? Oh yeah. <laughs> Interlace the fingers. I used to be. I can't do that. I used to be jealous of all the kids that could do that. And all right. Anyways, we gotta get. We gotta get to some updates. Jeez. We got some injury news. Davis, you went all just all in on the the David Montgomery. Like it was you pouring salt in people's wounds, basically, and you keep on doing it. Like when when does the hate stop with you? The gathering of negativity. When does it stop with you? I mean, when I'm right about something, it never stops. 
And when I'm wrong, I ask for people to have some reasonable discourse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it the doesn't, sausage it doesn't gets stop. Made. I remember waking up three Saturdays ago. The first thing I see on Twitter is Davis taking victory laps about Darius Geis. <laughs> mm, more Antonio Gibson victory laps, really. <laughs> I, I have a tweet. I'll, I'll find the tweet. You were, I mean, you were taking... You're taking victory laps. Oh yeah, it is a hard thing. I mean, we're we're in the great zero RB versus robust RB battle, and yet, uh, I mean, the zero RB side is already just winning in a landslide. But we can't take victory Correct. laps on guys getting injured hurt, and opting yeah. out and and all of this stuff. So it's a tough spot to be right, but not be able to vocalize it. But without isn't a that the whole thing? I don't. About... I don't find it to be that tough of a spot, Peter. But that's zero RB in a. I mean, like the whole hyper fragility. Like here we go. Kitchen, kitchen, explain the seam to Lev's book to me. Like if, because the whole purpose of zero RB with the, like the fragility side of things are like the, the increased uh, risk of running backs getting hurt. So when like zero RB hits, embrace the chaos, when zero RB hits, it's, it's more than likely due to someone getting hurt. Something bad happened to somebody. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I can't victory lap that. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Like this year, I'm saying it's more like a every year type of thing, what right? Is, but I, what is the proper sweater kit for? I think like, I've laid it out. DFS where, too. Where you have oh, to yeah. hope for just a minor injury, uh, and that the backup assumes the starting role, even when the starter gets healthy again, like Dak Prescott. You know, something like that. What I've noticed, so I've, you know, I've listened to lots of Sean podcasts, the godfather of zero RB, and he does a really good job of always working in the caveat. And of course, we are never rooting for injuries. He works that in just perfectly seamlessly every time. And so I think you just need to do that disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor. We are never rooting for injuries. And then you're in the clear. It's just, it's just the reality of the situation. Speaking of the reality of the situation. I root for all the guys I don't draft to have soft tissue problems, actually. (laughs) Again, if something happens to Zeke, and I hope it, it doesn't, but if it does, I hope it's minor. Uh, I'm in such good shape with uh, with all the Pollard. So <clears throat> with reality comes practice reports, comes people speculating, people that are not doctors trying to become doctors. Um, people that are you know, disgraced doctors. Trying right. To no one's going to be doctors. like Davis Maddox coworker, Dr. Chow, as far as like his level of experience. And so we're all just kind of, we're all just Silva. Silva gave us a chow drop on the podcast last night to explain why we weren't going to be drafting Bryce Love. Said said Chow is worried about Bryce Love's knees. Have you uh, bumped well, into him at the water cooler yet, Davis? I don't actually think he works for my company. I, I think that <laughs> I think it kind of got nixed, but so, I, I could be wrong. So so I did listen to. Um, uh, I guess we can say it. I mean, we're we're pretty stiff competition with them, but establish the runs uh, fantasy football <laughs> podcast. And Silva, they're the only the ones who are doing season long fantasy football podcast content for five minutes on Doctor Chow and how awesome Doctor Chow was, and I was just like, "Wow, I wish I wish Davis could listen to this right now." It was it powerful. Would, it would change some minds. <laughs> it was powerful. I didn't listen to it, but it sounds like it was powerful. <laughs> it sounds moving. So DeAndre Swift, guys. Mm. I can't. This is too emotional yeah. for me. This is too raw. He's still it. not at practice. Whew, yeah. Hate to see it. Like breaking forget, news. Breaking forget news. how big of a brace he's wearing at practice. He's not even at practice. 
I DM'd Chris Burke, who is the athletic writer for the Detroit Lions, and he said he thinks that it's a hamstring strain, which is okay. wait, not good. You, wait, you DM with Chris Burke? Oh, my God. Dude, there's not someone who writes about football for the athletic that I haven't DM'd in the last three weeks. Using right. that social clout for a little uh, I, I, grinder just, nuggets. He, I'm just a little FFPC information grinder so, out here these days. So what are you doing now with uh, with DeAndre, DeAndre Swift after last week, basically? Davis, uh, I'm the, getting my rosary beads out. It's like two hours, two hours after you named him a league winner, I think is when they announced that he was. Yeah, he got banged up. Practice. What can you do? So you're not no, drafting we don't, him we don't, Hey, we don't root for anyone to get injured, right? Right. We don't root for anyone to get injured. But so are you just staying away from the uh, the Lions running back situation now? Just got to take Cam Akers no. now. Lion mentality. No, you don't. You don't stay away from it. You buy the uh, you buy the dip. These ambiguous BT, backfields. B- BTFD. Yeah. I'll yeah. I'll take Swift if he drops. I mean, and carry on. I got him in an underdog draft. I am an investor there. Full disclosure. <laughs> in the eleventh round, the other day. So I'm I'm buying That's both good. those dips. I, I am replacing Swift with Acres. I do agree with Davis, uh, partly because it's a hedge move. I've got way too much Henderson uh, from earlier on in these drafts. But as far as these backfields go, how much are you buying into some of these news reports? The Patriots, the Lions, the Seahawks now. Carlos Hyde apparently looking good in practice. What? Like how how much variance are you in? I mean, I read I read the athletic field? until my eyes bleed. Yeah. Okay, so what are you doing with like the Patriots right now? Are you a Damian Harris believer? I I'm I am Rex Burkhead or no one else now. Now that Sony is legit off the pup, I know Pete kind of has a different take on that, but I I thought Sony wasn't going to be back for like months. Yeah, he was at practice yesterday. First practice. I mean, he's off the he's off the the physically unable to perform list entirely. My take on the Pats is last year they telegraphed what they were going to do whenever they had Sony or James White on the field, and they would mix in Burkhead a little bit because then teams wouldn't know if they're running or passing. And the reports out of camp are Damian Harris is catching a ton of passes. And so if they if they have to look back on last year and know it's not optimal to tip their plays every time with Sony Michelle. So if Damian Harris is catching passes and can get some of that early down work, he seems like a candidate to have his role expand so i still like damian harrison and i like the the sony news because it's going to make him cheaper was it jeff howe that was um like charting the targets that players got yeah. in practice damian, damian harris 10 receptions more than keel harry yeah so i told you about my love for nikhil harry a few weeks ago i have quickly cooled off of that after this after gunner being the second best wide receiver uh just in the so group. on brand for the patriots to have a uh like a, a chaw dipping uh punt gunner as their best wide receiver in a year of racial chaos it would just be very very on brand what? for them where are you going with this i mean the patriots have a nazi kicker not a bit real thing okay <laughs> Why? I don't understand, like, why. Oh, Kitchen wants politics out of his Roto World blurbs, I guess. 
addicted to sports, I Daddy. Where, like, I don't know why why Davis chose to go down that path. I was talking about like the variance path and just like how to kill Harry. It's more of a shot about him not being. I mean, I just hate the Patriots. Was the this was the subtext? Right. Well, uh, it's that... a dysfunctional kicker room. Uh, I think is is what, <laughs> what you could say about it. All right. Well. All right, Davis uh, has canceled the uh, the Patriots kicker, so we can move on officially. I mean, that guy canceled himself. <laughs> the Bears situation. <laughs> if they sign Devonta Freeman, if they sign someone, because if not, it's going to be Davis's Eskimo brother. Ryan Nall. Ryan Nall is on path to become Pete and I's new best buddy. I think. I saw. I saw Pete snagged him in the last round. Yeah, a little, uh, you know, a little uh, deep stash there for uh, for the grinders. But yeah, I mean, Davis, I can't believe you're not all over your Eskimo bro here. Oh, I am. You know, I already did the, I already did the, uh, you know, Cordell Patterson best running back on the Bears tweet with the with the, um, you know, the video of his 60 yard run last year for the for the Bears. Yeah, I, I'm all in. Literally every draft, dude. Mm-hmm. I was in your chat last night telling you to take him over Ryan Nall. Where did, uh, I, I can't did get Nall behind the Ryan Nall train. This guy is like, I think he was actually, wasn't he actually pretty good in college? He's yeah, a, he's a, he's a big preseason DFS guy. Yeah, Cause he would pre-season. always be like eight, eight carries, three catches, 34 yards. If you look at him, he looks, he looks like a linebacker. He looks like Jim Allstott. Yeah. What, why don't we settle this? The only way we go to player profiler, we see what his comp is, and if it's favorable, we love him, and if not, we hate Talia him. Talia Farrow is the comp, I think. On him. Uh oh. Let's see. Uh, I think Talia. He was oh, a good. Wow, Lorenzo Talia Farrow. That's a. Throwback. He was a good college back at Eastern Michigan. He was actually all right. Davis, don't pretend like you remember his prospect profile. Get out of here. He did. He went to Eastern Michigan, and then he was on the Ravens. Yeah, I remember him. Lorenzo, you don't remember? Yeah, Zoe? but like. It's like any fullback is not, I don't know. He's not a fullback, bro. He's an H-back. There's a difference. Very Marcel Reese. Still, guy, like what's the upside it. of that guy? You do Let's... fantasy football for a living, Davis. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> let's dial it. Let's let's dial it back. Dial it down. Bring it back. One of those. If the Bears you want to talk signed, more about the Patriots? If the Bears signed Devonta Freeman or somebody else, where are you? Right now, David Montgomery is so, expected to miss two to four weeks. Them signing Devonta Freeman is both the worst possible outcome for Devonta Freeman and the worst possible outcome for David Montgomery because the Bears have a, uh, like, they're going to be underdogs in their first four games where Devonta Freeman would be in there. And then, you know, he has no chance of beating out David Montgomery straight up, but will probably earn, you know, f- five carries one target a game when David Montgomery gets back. So he just completely neuters both Howard's or uh, Jordan Howard. I mean, David Montgomery and Jordan Howard are the same player, David Montgomery and Devon Freeman. They both become useless there. If, if you are one of these guys who's like drafting Devon Freeman in the 16th round, you want him to sign with Philadelphia. That's what you want. And you want him to displace Boston Scott. Yeah. I, I didn't get to chat about that Boston Scott pick, but Pete, I can't get behind it, man. I just want you to know that. I can't, Why not, get, behind the, I this, can't this, get behind the Boston Scott love. The starting running back for the Eagles is week to week right now, and I believe the season starts in a couple weeks. <laughs> what what don't true. you like about Boston Scott? 
I just I can't trust that he's going to be the guy there in in Philly. Like we didn't draft him at a spot where he needs to be the guy. Why do you Why do you think that he needs to be the guy? Uh, as far as like just the guy that's catching passes, like Miles Sanders. If we believe that Miles Sanders is every who, down, who do you back, think had more targets per game from weeks ten to week sixteen? Boston Scott or Miles Sanders? Listen, I'm a big Boston Scott fan. I drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> what a 180. This is well, it was beautiful. I can't get behind it. I'm a big Boston Scott. Please fan. just work in the, the word I, no, anti-fragility I for my big I don't big trust <laughs> I don't trust that he is gonna be like the guy there in I don't either. Philly. This is this is where this is where Tuttle chimes in with, you know, Corey Clement, pretty good Wisconsin <laughs> runner. I uh I I mean I drafted Boston Scott when he was with the New York Jets in our dynasty league, and and then I dropped then I dropped him. But uh, still, like, how many targets do you expect out of him per game? I guess that's the thing is like I feel like his upside's limited. Like he's like a he's like Naeem Hines. So well, uh, I agree. He has that standalone value that Naheem Hines is going to have, but he will have massive contingent value if Miles Sanders is out. I mean, who are you worried about getting a super large share of the rushing load if Miles Sanders is out? Devonta Freeman. <laughs> okay, a guy that's not on so the So this right is now. this is from the time that Jordan Howard got injured. These and and they started playing Boston Scott. These are Boston Scott's just receiving numbers, you know, not including what they did with him. Uh, on the ground week 14 six targets week 15 seven targets week 16 six targets uh, week 17 six targets then in the playoff game uh, he had three targets played on 30 percent of the team snaps and uh, rushed the ball six times I just I don't really see where this uh, I just don't I don't really get your point here kitchen of him not being the secondary guy to Miles Sanders all right are you gonna take the L Dave yeah, I'll take the L. But I will say this. <laughs> wow. I will I will say this. Something Jacob Rickroad has never done. Honestly, I'm I'm fully invested into the um the underdog drafts right now. Me too. I Dave. will say that I don't understand his value on underdog. That's what I will he's, say. He's he's cheap there. Yeah, but again, I view him as a pass catching running back. So if passes or if catches are only worth a half of a point. It just devalues guys like him. This is some incredible. This is some. This here is where I will. Well, I will side with Dave because Boston Scott is a guy that you draft in a lot of zero RB builds or one running back at the top builds, and I promise Dave is not making any teams like that. So Boston Scott isn't going to be the guy he's taking in that range. Am I correct? But on that, Dave? like, if I'm if I'm choosing between Boston Scott and Madison or Pollard. Or those guys, like I'm going to choose the guy that I feel like has maximum ceiling compared to Boston Scott. I don't, I don't think Boston Scott has the ceiling those other guys have. Madison might be the biggest trap uh, running back backup. I mean, he's not going to catch passes, because, and Mike Boone is, better, Boone is than better than him. Yeah, we got to get you on Boston Scott. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on Pollard. I, I prefer Pollard to Boston so Scott. So the other sure. thing about Boston Scott is I think they like to use him around the goal line. That that was something they that was something they did last year. Something they did obviously with Darren Sproles when he was on the team, and uh, Danny Woodhead, kind of the other small receiving back that fits in with Boston Scott Comps, was always a really efficient red zone guy. All right, so let me see. No, 
I'm on the clock on two best ball mania drafts and underdog, but they're past the point of Boston Scott. But like, isn't he in the same range or before like DeAndre Washington? Washington yeah. should go after him now, I think. The Washington, the Chiefs, that, that's a good actual illustration when you're talking about, you know, the Pats and the Lions backfields where I was on DeAndre Washington. I still think he's the better player, but all the reports are just that Darrell Williams is the number two, just like the clear number two there. And you can get, speaking of underdog drafts, you can get Darrell Williams for free round. in yeah. every draft. I, I think he's a must draft right now until we hear otherwise. Your opinion changed at all on Jarek McKinnon? No, I like Jarek. And with all these wide receivers going down, I mean, maybe uh, he gets the mythical, you know, some slot usage as well. Oh, the it's every it's the it's the dangling carrot for all fantasy football players. What about uh, Josh Kelly now? I, like I think Kelly. Pete and I both really like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he looks like he's going to be the backup. Uh, last one, Carlos Hyde. No way. Only when I'm drafting with Hassan Raheem. <laughs> oh, Pete, I mean, did you draft with Delhi? Okay, don't I don't want to talk about this. This what? was this was a whole ordeal. Do you really do you do you actually know what happened or do I don't I know what happened. It? I just saw something about you drafting with Delhi. Delhi Delhi is Matthew Delvadova, former guard at St. Mary's and then in the pros multiple spots. I think last team was the Cavs still like went back to the Cavs. But anyways, he's an investor in the underdog, just like Pete. Yeah, before we get the story, I would like to say I'm a little concerned about two investors drafting in the same. <laughs> oh, great point. Great point, Tuttle. You have to worry about obvious collusion there. Yeah, I was dumping players to him uh, within that draft. So I was doing a stream with Mike Beers uh, the other day, and we were trying to get into the same draft. He couldn't get in to the draft. So I was registered for a best ball mania draft. He didn't get in. I'm like, okay, I just got to do another one. So I was like, I'll try to multitask. I will try to do a stream and draft these two teams. Of course, halfway through, I've already forgotten about the first team. I'm basically auto drafting while I'm doing the stream. I get a DM. This is Davis Maddox style. I have my tweet deck up from Nick Rudman at underdog. And he goes, you're in a draft with Delhi right now. He just took Mahomes, And so I'm looking at the board and I don't recognize the username because I'm looking at the draft with beers. And I'm like, okay, I guess he just has a funky username. So I tell the chat, I tell everyone, hey, we're drafting with Matthew Delavadova right now. And all of this stuff. And Rudman's like, take it easy on him. You know, he took Mahomes. And I'm like, hey, he took him in the late third, whatever. Little did I realize he was referencing the other draft I was auto-drafting in that wasn't on the stream. So I was incredibly confused. And then Noah Riddell shares the board on Twitter. And everyone sees that I took four quarterbacks, one tight end. And it was like, what is Peter Overset doing? And that was the draft that got circulated because Delhi was in it. So I had to do a PR campaign, issued a statement, really tried to clear the air because I couldn't have that auto-draft team soling my good name. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I can, I, can feel, I can feel the disappointment just coming through the screen right now. Yeah, and All it's right, like you only get so many shots with these guys, and for Delhi to think that that's how I draft is just unfortunate. <laughs> isn't, isn't his underdog name just Delhi? It is. You said it you is. couldn't that's find the, his yeah, name? That's the best part of the story. <laughs> no. I, I couldn't find the guy named Deli. It was really confusing. <laughs> you couldn't put that one together? Like, well. <laughs> I thought he spelled it with an E. <laughs> it's but not like his was. name was Dan Gaspar and his name is Mr. Tuttle. So you're trying to like see what it is. Like he is literally a form of his name. All right. This is what we'll do. We'll have all of you guys do two underdog drafts and host a stream and be, you know, hospitable to your guest and yeah. your chat. 
and figure out who Delhi is at the same time. It's actually pretty <laughs> embarrassing you didn't stream the draft with Delhi in it. Yeah, it man. is. Get him on there. I'm trying. Do you, I'm trying. Do you have an Australian accent? Nah. Isn't he Australian? Put another Boston you- Scott on the Bobby, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have gone with put put Boston Scott in the queue in the Australian accent. I think oh, that would go for it, Davis. Go yeah, for it, Davis. I don't do accents. On <laughs> no, the show. no, you, it was a great suggestion. I'd love to. I'd love to hear you do it. Maybe so, Tuttle will do it. No, but I have a good Delhi story. All right, kind Ooh. of. Well, one of the teams he used to play for was the Bucks, right? Right. Yeah. And Davis is going to hate this because he hates Barstool, but I know I know at least Overzet listens to Pardon My Take podcast. They uh, P- PFT did an Australian accent and called Jason Kidd's office pretending to be Matthew Delavadova, <laughs> and he actually got through to Jason Kidd with the accent. Oh, wow. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, right. Delhi. Delhi has a. He's got his own podcast. He's out here grinding, talking to entrepreneurs. Good. Guarantee CSU Ram's going to be on that yeah. within like a week. <laughs> oh, man, the mayor. Are they going to use his new publicity if, photo standing in front of the golf course in Colorado? The Cherry Creek Country Club. <laughs> yeah. If Mayor wanted to be on his podcast, we would know it because we would see a tweet. Matthew Delvadova just steers companies like he does the offense of his basketball team. Just something, just a like very flattering. I know he. I know he's gonna crush it, dude. Peter is the best. Like his tweet. Like his. I get genuine joy like reading Mayor Pete tweets. Like if there so was funny. ever, if there was ever gonna be someone who would make it like into the political field after this, it'd be Peter. It'd be, I should say, I would CSU Ram. You should clarify that the Peters. It'd be funny okay. if he had if he just kept that moniker. Like even when he got into the political arena, he still went by CSU Ram eighty eight. Must refer to me as CSU yeah. Ram eighty eight, Mister eighty eight. Yeah. When the time comes, all right, we got to get on keepers. I'm in a keeper draft. Uh, we we switched like our home league every year has been a keeper draft. It's fun. I enjoy the keepers. We switched to an auction, uh, so keepers are a little bit different, but still, in most keeper drafts. You get to keep the guy the next year in whatever round you took him. Davis, have you done anything as far as like looking at keepers for redraft leagues? Yeah, my main home league with my buddies is a keeper league, and we have already done our draft, and I already hate the keeper that I did. I kept Lamar Jackson in the 11th round instead of James Conner in the 18th round, 19th round. Um, Ooh. and I, you only but, get to keep one. Yeah. Only one. I've been, I've been lobbying for more. I, I did finally get us up to the point to where we can start five wide receivers though, which is so pretty nice. Why did you keep Lamar? Because I'm also keeping Lamar Jackson in my, in my league, but just because we get two. So I'm keeping L Jackson, Deontay Johnson, but like what, why would you keep him over Connor? I'm curious knowing you're, you're thinking about quarterbacks. You think, Lamar Jackson is going to be just a repeat of last year. Well, I just knew I'd be able to get like, first of all, being able to win that position every single week is really nice. But I also knew I'd be able to get Ronald Jones. Uh, Cause my, my league mates don't like Ronald Jones that much. And I was able to get Ronald Jones and I will, uh, you know, just, just flip and I'll just fab my RB two spot all year. All right. Um, Peter, are you in any keeper leagues? I am. I'm in a couple keeper leagues. Um, I did a trade actually. I had one... Dynasty Trades podcast. 
No, this is a Keeper League trade podcast, even better. But it, it involves a, a friend of the show, a, a favorite player of the show. I had one year left. It's a contract league, too. I could keep Alvin Kamara for one more year at a rock-bottom low price. And I got offered A.J. Brown, but I could keep him up to three years after that. I was one and done with Kamara. So I flipped Kamara like a hot cake for A.J. Brown in that Keeper League. Nice. Staying on brand, buddy. Very nice. Who are some keeper suggestions that uh, that you guys like? Because honestly, I think that like zero RB sets up well for keeper league just because you can get some cheap, cheap running backs later on. I mean, everyone just go go and draft LaVisca Chenault and keep him next year for a 16th rounder or whatever. Yeah, the I would say, and as evidenced by my draft last night, that the rookie wide receivers, people have this macro thing in their head of like, we shouldn't always draft rookie wide receivers they're slow to develop but this is a historically good class these wide receivers went in the first and second round kitchen is the only one listening to me tuttle and davis are laughing but i'm getting on my soapbox here and i'm saying you need to be drafting these wide receivers laughing Uh, because you drafted five of them in your yeah i I mean i will say this one of them is this year's aj brown i don't know which one it is but one of those is this year i I know which one it is and it's cd lamb so lots of good well candidates. actually it's Chenault, but cd lamb cd lamb will be um like i don't know hardman i guess no better than hardman i don't know he's gonna have like 800 yards and six touchdowns all right tuttle who are some uh keeper options you like this year quintus well, cephas <laughs> yeah obviously do you guys use whatsapp yes i do i hate whatsapp and Me basically too. the only keeper I'm league, league I'm in uses WhatsApp and I delete the app from my phone when it's not during the season. So I just got a text from my commish saying he needs my keepers mm, yeah. for this year. And so I need help, but I'm trying to figure out where I can keep these guys. I have Lamar on this team. Um, I drafted Tony Pollard last year, hoping that I could keep him, but this is only a 10, 10, 10 team league. So I assume I wouldn't be able to keep Pollard. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, That's so I, don't, I don't know the strategy. It's only a 10-team league, so do you guys you know, keep I don't think there's any guys? value in keeping someone like Pollard in a 10-team league. <laughs> right. I think you want, start, you want starters only. I'm trying to figure out where I drafted Chris Godwin last year because he's on the team. Yeah, I, I bet you drafted him later on. Can, can, yeah. I, just to piggyback, Tuttle, did you delete WhatsApp because it does that thing where any Saves photo, your photos. I, I hate, hate it so much. No, it's but you can, is, there's a setting. All you got to do is go on it and say, don't save your photos to whatever. My oh. wife did it, and it feels like it doesn't work. Yeah, I, I don't like, think you can turn oh. that off, Dave. <laughs> I did. Let us I know did. in the why chat. Don't you guys, why don't you guys use GroupMe? No, it's WhatsApp, not my choice. I actually like WhatsApp uh, for our. It's what our home league uses. I like it because we also have some. We've talked about it, but when there is a group chat and there are people in the group chat that are not it's, here, we go iPhone users. It throws off the dynamic it's, of the. Group. I mean, it's literally the worst. It, so it, it, it it's like when you like the when you give the thumbs oh yeah, it's up like so and so like this message, so and so love this message. <laughs> Just stop liking messages. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that's when and you can use WhatsApp on your desktop too. So. Anyways, and you can mute it for like eight hours if you need to like actually get work done. The, the, the problem that arises is I like, yeah, so we did a startup with Leone and that one's in group me. And then I have like my college buddies are in WhatsApp and then I'm in another league that uses Telegram and then one uses Twitter DM. And it's just like, I just, it's just too much, guys. It's too much. I think it's starting to rain. I had to download <laughs> Sleeper. Do you guys use Sleeper yet? 
I yeah, have I use I use sleeper sleeping? for yeah. uh, my too, home for... league now. We transitioned. Yeah, it's too many, too many apps. I you're such an old. I'll maybe um, look into I'll... sleeper if I can get in on their next investing round. Right. Sleepers and keepers. They've already raised money. <laughs> They don't have my money. They don't have the deposit <laughs> king's money. <laughs> they uh, they actually, you know, Drew went to Dartmouth and I guess they give money to like entrepreneur. They have an entrepreneurial fund and uh, Drew did not get it. But I think that fund invested in the sleeper. So I guess part of Drew's education went there. As far as the keepers though, sleepers and keepers. That's I'm cute. taking a look at these backfields where the contract year guys are going to be gone for next year. So like we've Innovative talked thinking to, kitchen. Well, LaMichael P Ryan high on kitchens list. Don't Davis, <laughs> you know, this is a problem, honestly, with the gathering of negativity. The industry does <laughs> like, you think that everyone knows everything. There are some casual listeners out there who, we have alienated solid (laughs) literally stopped watching the show like six years ago like when silva like when silva left and it was replaced by the guy doing carrot top bits like they were like i'm done (laughs) he had to reach deep into the into the trunk for the umbrella Okay, I got, I got, I know you guys are really interested, so I'm just checking this. Lamar Jackson in the 13th round has to be the keeper. Yeah, take him. Take him. So out of those. You'll do it and you'll feel good about it, but you're going to hate it when you see that Dak goes in your league in like the ninth round and you're going to be like, this was useless. Like, I hate it now. I need to get some legit takes from you guys. Out of the guys that are leaving, who are some of the backup field situations? Let's say like round four or later. Or round five or later. We had the four or five rounds and later. Who are some of the backup running backs or guys that are going to be the lead dog next year that you would want to draft for some keepers? Davis. Big dog big dog Mike Boone. Better than Alexander Madison. Gross. That's not that's that's a waste of a pick right there. I didn't know I was gonna have to bring up sports. Yeah, did, will you tell me someone who's <laughs> on the last year of their contract and then I'll tell you right back? Aaron Jones. Him. Okay. Uh, AJ Dillon is yeah, a nice keeper nice. pick. Yeah. Fournette. So if you want an Armstead, Kenyon Drake. There so we go. got uh, Chase Edmonds. I'll even say Eno's a more exciting prospect than even All Chase right. if you want a super deep keeper stash. Eno Benjamin. Um, let's see. You've got James Connor. So if you wanted to, it, even though Benny Snell is kind of the backup, Eats love Benny Snell, man. Yeah. Benny Snell might be an issue. Yeah, he might. And they drafted... Are you saying Benny Snell is a problem? Uh, angry nose flare emoji? Exactly. I didn't get that one. I didn't either. You're not, you're not just... online enough to get it, Kitchen? <laughs> not enough time scrolling. <laughs> All right. Um, so those are the... I think those are the ones primarily for now. Marlon Mack... Oh, Marlon Mack is the other one. But a little guy I think... named Jonathan Taylor might be a nice sleeper for you guys out there. Yeah. Ooh. Can't catch passes, but is he going after the fourth round though? JK, I not mean, in not in uh, competitive leagues, but I've been yeah. in some ten in the home, home league. Home you might. Yeah. Dobbins, Dobbins as well would be definitely one. Dobbins is going to be a problem this year for yeah, sure. I like, I like the Dobbins call. I I will say I haven't been drafting a lot of Dobbins, and I try to ignore you know the noise from camp. But watching him laying out in the end zone, catching that pass, <laughs> I, I was that like, one. okay, I'm paying attention. Yeah, well, 
adjusted my ranks. Too late. You get the game at the bump. All right. Um, final thoughts. Closing thoughts. Tuttle. I mean, it's been a it's been a fun small cast listening to the construction in Peter's. Yeah, there was honking. Was, there was yeah, honking. It was good now. to hear the honking. The sex noises coming from Peter's office. It's been a you know we don't even have, we don't even need to like pipe in like the music or the crowd noise like they're doing in the bubble. We've got it like authentic right now. And the thing is, is those those are I'm actually a foley artist, and those are all manufactured sounds. Uh, Does Kitchen know master. what foley means? Kitchen, <laughs> can you define foley for me? No, I do not know what foley means. So that's like a that's a very inside uh, industry term for like background noise during a scene like like like, every day like uh chalk or 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 like (laughs) uh like a car driving by a scene where two characters are like talking on a corner that's fully is that like a door opening sounds like someone has a a future profession when they're done being a professional dfs player yeah (laughs) semi-pro as the drills going in the background Yeah, we need to wrap uh, this up so I can check thoughts? in on this barn door. Uh, closing thoughts. Um, just you know, prayers to DeAndre Swift. I hope I hope for a swift recovery from your hamstring injury, Ooh. buddy. And uh, I hope this time next week we are doing a a live three hundred and fifty dollars football guys players championship draft on the Swolecast. Uh, it it will be done. We'll also have uh, details, Davis. You had some good ideas, like the four man. Uh, you know, we might even do like a Friday mailbag show at some point. What, just what like, if we, what if we had like original per- ideas? What if we had like a fifth person compete against us in the five man? <laughs> yeah. What yeah, if like some sort of we, listener participation? Yeah. Tune in for my solo show where uh, <laughs> you answer life questions that you enjoy more than actually the football analysis you're paid to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if we, what if we did a draft on the show with props? You had me at props. Yeah, you're talking about my uh, my auction draft. All right, uh, Pete, what are the what's your final closing thoughts? Super excited for this barn door, guys. I'm chomping at the bit to go take a peek at it. All right. Well, uh, today it has been raining takes, and uh, we have been so so blessed to uh, be a part of the show. Special thanks to Mr. Tuttle 05 for joining us finally, uh, for Davis Maddock and for Peter Overzets and our producer, our poor producer, Devin. Bless his heart, as we say here in the South. We'll see you next week here on the Swolecast and Rotogrinders.com.